I'm Andrea Worley, and you're listening to the Flourish Together podcast, episode two, Create the Community You Crave. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Flourish Together podcast. I am your host, Andrea Worley. If you are tuning in for the first time, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here listening in. And for all of you that listened to the very first episode, thank you so much for tuning in, for listening, for giving me your feedback, for sharing with your friends. I have really loved seeing um, different posts pop up on social media and hearing your guys's feed feedback it um, means the absolute world to me that you guys are listening in and enjoying the podcast so far so today's episode we're going to talk about one of my favorite subjects and the other main theme of this podcast community so in the first episode of the podcast that launched uh, last week we talked about what does it mean to flourish. And so there's two main themes of the podcast, flourishing and community. And so today we're going to talk about community. Like I said, this can be a really big buzzword, excuse me, in our culture today, uh, the word community. But how do we go from, how do we move from this trendy buzzword and into really putting this into practice into our own lives. And that's what I want to talk about today. To start, um, I want to open up and I want to share a little bit about my own journey to creating community. And in no way do I have this all figured out at all. I'm not an expert. I am learning each and every day new things about myself and about building community, just like all of you are. But I have learned a lot in regards to the subject of community in the last several years, and this is why it's such a central theme for this podcast, and it's so important in my own life, building community. So that's what I want to talk about today. And so to really understand my heart for community and my heart for community as people in general and as women building community, let's back up uh, in time. Go with me here. About five years ago, I found myself in a really transitional season uh, in regards to relationships, friendships specifically. Um, my husband and I and my family, we were going to a church. We had been going to a church this whole time. Uh, that was about an hour away from where we lived. And also, I was in a transitional season where my daughter was finishing her last year of pre-K, and we were starting to think about kindergarten and her going to kindergarten. And there were just so many changes and transitions that were happening in my life five years ago. I also had two kids. I still have two kids, but my son was, I want to say around 18 months, 15 or 18 months old around this time. Um, 
And like I said, my daughter was about to start kindergarten in the fall. And we were, like I said, we were going to a church that was an hour away from where we lived and uh, where we, where my husband worked. And we loved the church that we were going to at the time. But because it was so far away, it was difficult to build community sometimes. And we also found ourselves in kind of a weird season where a lot of, there were very few uh, young married couples with families at our church. There was a large portion of um, 20-somethings that were either newly married or they were in college. And my husband and I were probably one of a handful of couples with young families. And so we just were in, in, like I said, just a weird kind of season. And we definitely loved our church and loved the relationships that we had there. But we also at the same time felt that we were just in a really different season than some of the other like I said, younger people that were there because, you know, we did have a young family and we'd been married for a while to whereas a lot of these other couples were either just getting engaged or just newly married. And so there definitely was a a difference. Um, And this is why I will say that I can completely understand why people are drawn to others who are in the same stage of life that they're in because it's easy to relate. It's easy to um, have conversations with people who are in the same stage of life. And oftentimes you'll see people gravitate toward one another who they're in the same stage of life or season. And I can totally see where that naturally comes from. And I will also say that there is something to building community where where you live and where you go to church uh, because you want to invest. You want to build community and you want to invest in people. And sometimes it's hard to do that when you're in a situation like we were, where we were going to church an hour from where our community was and we were not living in the same community where our church was. So all that to say, I found myself in a really weird transitional season with all those things that I just mentioned. And I really was, for me personally, I was craving community. I was just in a season being a wife and a mother where I I had some some friends uh, that I would hang out with. I had friends at church that I would hang out. My husband and I, we had friends, uh, couples that we hung out with every now and then. But I was really desperate and craving a group of girlfriends that were in my same stage of season that had kids that, you know, knew what it was like to be a mom and uh, that I could go to, that we could have this really this relationship and this friendship where we could really rely on one another. And I didn't have that. And for the longest time, I, it was like I was almost maybe ashamed or sad. All these things and thoughts come to my mind when I kind of look back. And I can really honestly say that I that I was in a sad season for a while because I would look at whatever everybody else had 
in regards to community or what I thought that they had or whatever they presented and, you know, decided in my mind that they had something that maybe I didn't have. And I really craved this solid community. And we were just in a season where, you know, if, if something came up, there wasn't anyone that I could call and say, Hey, could you take my kids for an hour? And I really just thought I, I would get so, um, if I'm being honest, which I always want to be honest on this podcast, because like I said in the last episode, I think that sharing your story and being honest and vulnerable, uh, it really helps others to relate and not feel alone. And if there's somebody out here that's listening to this and they can relate to what I'm saying is that I would hear people online or on podcasts and you know, they would say, you know, find your tribe, you know, where's your tribe? And I would get really sad and it moved from sadness to almost anger sometimes realizing that I didn't have a tribe. I didn't have a tribe of women or girlfriends that I could call and rely on. Like I said, if something came up, hey, can you take my kids for an hour or if I needed to go to the doctor by myself, I didn't have anyone that I could call and say, hey, can you watch my kids while I go to the doctor for an hour? Just all these things. And it really, for a while, like I said, made me frustrated and sad and angry. And it was something that I really started to pray about and really asked the Lord to bring me some girlfriends, bring me a solid group of girlfriends. And it was during this time when I was praying about this and, you know, I'm not really sure what I expected, but it really would have been lovely if the Lord would have just like dropped, you know, five friends like into my lap. Uh, That would have been so awesome, but it didn't happen like that. As I'm sure if you're listening to me, uh, you can probably relate because if you've ever craved connection and craved community, you know that it doesn't just happen. And so one day in my my prayer time, I was journaling and just spending time with the Lord and doing my devotions. And I so strongly heard the Lord speak to me. And um, it's one of the it's one of the one of few occasions where the Lord has spoken so very clearly to me. And he said to me, Andrea, you need to create the community that you crave. And that phrase has repeated itself over and over and over again in my life the last five years in many different ways and has taken shape in many different ways and has manifested itself in many different ways. But that hearing that from the Lord that day, the the introvert inside of me and the girl that doesn't do small talk well I wanted to run from all of that. I wanted to be like, I'm pretty sure that I did not hear you correctly at all, Lord. Um, Let's talk about this again. And that phrase would come up again and again and again. And so I really then started to pray about, okay, what does this mean? Create the community that you crave. So I... I'm an avid journaler. I always have been. And so I started to journal about what is this community 
that I want? What does it look like? And I started writing in my journals the different things that I wanted from community, the things that I was craving, the things that I wished I had, the things I didn't have. Um, in my perfect world, what would that what would that look like? And I really started to pray over these things. Um, I want to touch on the introverted, extroverted thing because I think that this can be an area that's really confusing. There are people that don't understand introverts and, you know, there are others that don't understand extroverts. But very simply, if you're introverted, you get your energy and rest from being alone and recharging. If you're an extrovert, you get your energy and recharging from being around other people. So it has nothing to do with not liking people or not wanting to be around them. You just, as an introvert, I don't get energized and I don't receive rest by being around others. I love people. We're talking about community here and I love being around them, but it is um, not where I get my energy and my rest from. And so if you're listening to this out there and you are an introvert, you are going to like raise your praise hands and and clap for that. And if you're not an introvert, I hope that that kind of clears up the confusion and we can all sort of look at each other with just a mutual understanding and love for one another. Because I think at the end of the day, uh, introverted, extroverted, no matter what your personality type, we all crave community. We crave genuine relationships and people that we can trust and share our lives with. So I looked over my list in my journals and the different things that kept coming to mind and started praying about them. And I really asked the Lord to give me opportunities where I could reach out to others and start to create community. And so around this time, I had the um, really great idea. And this season of my life five years ago was a stretching season because, like I said, I am not the person that um, would usually call people up or um, put myself out there or any of that stuff. And I just really felt like if I was going to create community, if I was going to have this community that I wanted so desperately to have, I was going to have to get over myself and my fear of rejection and my fear of putting myself out there. And I was just going to have to go for it. And so I decided that I was going to host a mom's, like a once a month mom's meetup in my community in the town where I lived. And, um, and so I did that. I was the, I became the leader of this mom's group in where the city where I live. And I put it out there. We're going to meet at this time. And we're going to, um, I think one of the first things that we did was a play date because we're moms and it's easy to get together and it's not so scary, uh, with your kids. It's maybe less intimidating because you have your kids there. And, um, so we did, we did a play date and I met a bunch of different moms and, um, I kept doing it some weeks one mom would show up. Some weeks there were five. Sometimes there were seven. Sometimes there were three. 
Um, but I just kept putting myself out there month after month and building relationships. And I started to form relationships with these women that were coming to this mom's meetup. I also put myself out there in just other ways. Um, during this time, my husband and I, we started going to a different church in our closer to home. And so we were rebuilding and getting to know people at our new church. And there was just so much newness happening during that season of life. Um, my daughter started going to kindergarten and meeting other women and moms at her school. And just, I felt like, you know, I, I opened the door. I asked the Lord to, you know, bring these things to me. And as I put myself out there, more and more and more um, community started to form. And out of that season, I started to have um, an I'll go first attitude. And, and so I did. I put myself out there and I went first and I made the scary calls. You know, I think that finding friendships in, um, in your late 20s or you know, in my case during this season, this would have been my like early thirties. Um, and it can be really difficult, right? Because it's not like you're in high school anymore or college where it seems like friends are, you know, built in right there for you. You have people around you all the time. And it's not like that when you become a wife and a mother and, you know, you're, running all over the place to your kids' activities and you're taking care of the day-to-day, the friendships are not as built in when you're older and, um, you know, a wife and a mom. And so it can feel a lot like dating, right? It can feel like, okay, I'm going to go meet this mom, this other woman for coffee. Like, is it going to work out? Are we going to like each other, you know? And it's it's always kind of a what if and a gamble, right? And there are no guarantees in life, right? But I have found that the more that I have been vulnerable and the more I have put myself out there, that others are willing to be vulnerable as well and put themselves out there too. And we meet in the middle and some really great friendships have formed. And this, the relationships that formed out of this mom's group, I, I was the quote leader, but that really had no difference. I was just a mom and a woman and a wife really craving connection and community at the end of the day, sitting in front of other women who were also craving the same thing. And I knew that because they showed up month after month after month and um, there started to be consistency in relationship forms that where it naturally morphed from once a month mom playdates to mom's night outs and texting each other and all those things. And I feel really, really grateful that I can look back on the seeds and the work that God did in my heart and the things that he challenged me on in that season of life five years ago. And I can fast forward to now and I'm super grateful and thankful that those relationships that I formed then 
have really stood the test of time and those same women that I connected with, um, a lot of them I'm still friends with today. And they they are my tribe of girls that um, I prayed for and that I really allowed the Lord to bring to fruition. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're hearing what I'm saying and maybe you're listening to it and you're feeling frustrated or you're feeling like you don't have that tribe of women. And I want to speak to you for just a couple seconds. And I want to say, I know it sounds cliche and I know that it sounds like you've heard this over and over again, but if that's you and you're listening, I want you to know that it will come. And it won't come without you putting yourself out there and being vulnerable and honest and willing to put yourself out there. And I say that because I speak from experience and I know that if I would have just sat around and did nothing and had no action and not reached out to a single person, then I wouldn't be able to sit here and say today that it was worth it. And it wasn't always easy. I'm not saying that it was perfect. There have been plenty of moments that have been hard and frustrating. And there have been some friendships that just have not worked out the way that I thought they would. And that is a whole nother podcast. Um, But that's okay. And what I am thankful for, like I said, is the friendships and the relationships and the community that have come out of this season that once seemed really, really hard. Um, It's so rewarding now to look back. And so I want to say to you, if you're listening to this and you're also craving community and you're craving connection, um, put yourself out there. Go first. Have an all go first mentality. And now I'm not saying that you should let people walk all over you and that you should pursue people even when they don't pursue you back. I'm not saying that. I think there's definitely something to be said for the give and take and reciprocation in a relationship, and you'll be able to tell that um, very quickly. But I think sometimes as women, we're all kind of just sitting around waiting for one another to come to us. And if we all just sat around and did that, the community is never going to happen. And so it doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be grand. It can just simply say, hey, do you want to meet on Thursday at Starbucks and have coffee together? Um, Meet with your kids. Um, Go out to lunch. Start putting yourself out there. Look for opportunities, whether that's joining a small group at your church with some women. I think that it's okay to get real raw and vulnerable and honest with yourself and say, hey, I need some friends and I need some community that I can count on. Where am I going to find community? If that's at your gym or your church or organizing a play date with other moms from your kid's school, I really encourage you guys to figure it out and figure out where your community is and, and really make it happen and put yourself out there. So. 
those are a few of my thoughts. Um, and like I said, this is something that I am still doing every day. In, in no way do I have it all figured out. Not at all. But um, these are just a few thoughts that I wanted to share with you. And I know that it, like I said earlier, I know that it sounds so um, just cliche, but you just have to put yourself out there and you just have to go for it. And, um, you know, I think all the time, I mean, it's funny to me because I still think all the time there are women that I have met recently. And I think that um, we all can think to ourselves like, oh, she's too busy. Like she wouldn't want to go get coffee. And there have been so many times that I have thought that. And then when I just get over myself and invite that person to go have coffee or breakfast or lunch or whatever it is, then you get to that meeting and you realize like, why on earth was I um, making this such a more of a big deal than it, than it, you know, needed to be, um, you know, or the person sitting across from me will say, I'm so glad that you invited me. I've been wanting to do this for a while. And then it's like, I think in my mind, gee, like if I would have only gotten over myself sooner, I think that we, we oftentimes as women think in our minds and assume much more of the situation than really what might be there. And we kind of dream all these things up in our mind that aren't really there at all. We think others are too busy when they're not. We think this person has so many friends that why would they need another one? And that's not the case. And so I want to encourage you guys just get out of your own mind and get out of your own way and start creating community. Think of those things that you're missing in your life, that you crave, that you want from community, and start being that to others and putting yourself out there. And I promise you, you'll see a change and you'll see fruit that comes of it. So those are my thoughts for you today. And we're going to continue this conversation about community because like I said, it's one of the other themes of this podcast. So stay tuned for more. I want to make a quick little housekeeping correction. Um, in the last episode, I told you to go to my website for the show notes. Um, the correct website is Andrea M. Worley. Dot com, So you can access the show notes for this episode and more uh, at that website. And go ahead and give this podcast a rating and review. I would love to hear from you guys. If you're listening right now, go ahead and screenshot the episode, tag me, share it on social media, whether that's Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. I want to see what you guys are doing while you guys are listening to the podcast. And you can go ahead and follow me on social media at Andrea M. Worley. I am that handle on Instagram and Twitter. And you can just search Andrea Worley on Facebook and I will come up if you want to follow me there. So thank you so much, you guys, for listening. This was a little bit of a longer episode. This is probably about the time that regular episodes with me are going to be. And when I have guests on, they'll be about an hour. And I'm really excited. I've got some awesome guests coming up. We're going to be talking about the Enneagram soon, which I already told you was 
like one of my very favorite things to chat about. And I've got some other awesome guests lined up that I think you guys are going to love. So stick around. Don't forget to subscribe and I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye guys. Oh, 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 oh,